eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome to the Padres Postgame Show on the Padres Radio Network. Coming up, we'll deliver a full recap of today's game with highlights. Plus, we'll take you down to the manager's office to hear from Bob Melvin. And we'll give you an update on scores from around Major League Baseball. The Padres Postgame Show starts now on the Padres Radio Network. Welcome into our post-game show here on the Padres Radio Network. Final score on this Saturday evening here at Petco Park. The Boston Red Sox 4 and the San Diego Padres 2 as the Padres drop the second game of this three-game series to the Boston Red Sox. And now the Padres will try to avoid being swept tomorrow afternoon here in downtown San Diego. Sam Levitt with you on our post-game coverage from inside the loft here at the Western Metal Building. Another very, very tough evening for the San Diego Padres. Padres offensively the Padres scored just two runs on three hits two of those hits were solo home runs one by Juan Soto in the second inning one by Fernando Tatis Jr. in the sixth inning aside from that there was a double by Ha-Sung Kim in the sixth inning right after the Tatis home run but Aside from those three hits, the Padres did not have another base hit in this game. With runners in scoring position, Padres went 0 for 6. Once again, an enormous issue in today's game. Joe Musgrove went five innings, four earned runs given up, six hits, six strikeouts, one walk for Joe Musgrove as the Red Sox took the lead on a three-run home run from Emmanuel Valdez in the second inning. They would get one more run in the fourth inning, but Padres getting one back in the second, getting one back in the sixth inning to cut it to two, uh, two on both occasions, and the Padres uh, could not get any closer in this game. Really good outing from Chris Sale. Seven innings, two earned runs given up, three hits allowed. He struck out eight and walked one. Chris Martin, a scoreless inning of relief, and Canley Jansen, a scoreless inning out of the bullpen as well for the Red Sox, picks up his 10th save of the year, and the Padres, with the defeat, dropped to 20-26, and 26, and the struggles just continue. There is no way around it the Padres still searching for answers with the defeat here tonight the Padres 
have now dropped six games below 500. Like I said, they've also lost nine of their last 10 and 11 of their last 13. Yes, in the last 13 games, the Padres are now 2-11. and 11. It has been a rough, rough stretch for the Padres, and again, offensively left a lot to be desired here in this one today. A lot to do on our post-game show here on the Padres Radio Network. We will take you back through the highlights, recap this one for you on the other side of this break. We will also hear from Padres manager Bob Melvin and much, much more to come. We'll take your tweets and your phone calls and all that good stuff coming up as well. Final score here at Petco Park, the Red Sox 4 and the Padres 2. We get it rolling with our post-game show when we come back on the Padres Radio Network. It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. Our post-game show continues here on the Padres Radio Network. Final score here tonight, the Red Sox 4 and the Padres 2 as the Red Sox have taken each of the first two games of this three-game series. And now the Padres will aim to salvage the series finale tomorrow. First pitch tomorrow at 1.10 p.m. Right-hander Michael Waka, former Red Sox on the mound for the Padres. Corey Kluber on the mound for the Boston Red Sox. And the Padres won't just be trying to salvage this series finale. They'll try to turn things around. The Padres with the defeat here tonight dropped to a season low six games below 500 at 20 and 26 Padres have now lost nine of 10 and 11 of 13 Padres just two and 11 in the last 13 games as the struggles continue offensively another big story here tonight the pitching side of things did a pretty good job all in all when you zoom out and you look at what went down in this ball game here tonight still a lot to do we'll hear from Padres manager Bob Melvin coming up in just a little bit Sam Levitt with you on our postgame coverage from inside the loft here at the Western Metal Building at Petco Park everybody's still finishing up their beers finishing up their games of pool and we will wrap this one up as we go along here again we'll hear from Bob Melvin give out our nightly awards and much much more to come let's begin breaking this one down with our game highlights let's go through the biggest moments face game with our game highlights presented by the new el cajon ford commercial service center servicing all fords up to f750s and motorhomes We begin with our game highlights. A scoreless first inning for both Joe Musgrove and Chris Sale. In the second, Musgrove got in trouble. Rommel Tapia hit a one-out single. Kike Hernandez was hit by a pitch. With Emmanuel Valdez at the plate, the Red Sox pulled off a double steal. Although Tapia was initially called out at third base on the throw by Austin Nola on review, the call was overturned, so it did end up being double steal. There were runners on second and third with Valdez at the plate. And this happened. Valdez, left-hand hitter, swings, hits one in the air to deep right field. Fernando goes back. He's at the wall. This one going to go. 
three-run home run, and Manuel Valdez, his third, and the Red Sox jump in front three to nothing here in the second. And Manuel Valdez with the home run, his third home run of the season. And like Jesse said, the Padres had a 3 to nothing deficit in the second inning. That's all the Red Sox got in the top half of the inning. Musgrove was at 53 pitches through just two innings in this game. In the bottom half of the frame, Juan Soto led off. Chris Sale to face Juan Soto, lefty to lefty. First pitch swinging. Soto hits one a ton. Deep to right center field. Duran at the wall. Gonna go. A home run for Juan Soto. Padres are on the board. One pitch into the bottom of the second inning. We fast forward to the fourth inning. Padres still down 3-1. to one. Kike Hernandez began the inning with a line drive to left center. Jose Azokar got to it quickly, made a good throw to second base. Hernandez was out, but on a challenge and a replay, second one already of the evening, Jake Cronenworth did not get the tag down in time. Hernandez was safe. Connor Wong hit a one-out single. That sent Hernandez to third base. Alex Verdugo was next. 1-1 pitch is off the handle into left field for a base hit. Hernandez will score from third. Long advances one station, an RBI single for Alex Verdugo. And now 4-1 Red Sox in the fourth. Padres still trailed 4-1 heading to the fifth inning. In their half, a walk and hit by pitch put two on with one out. But Chris Sale retired both Jose Azokar and Austin Nola to end the inning. Joe Musgrove went five innings and allowed four earned runs in his start. Luis Garcia pitched the scoreless top of the sixth inning. In the bottom half with the Padres still down 4-1, Fernando Tatis Jr. led off against Chris Sale. Here's the 3-2. Tati swings, hits one in the air to deep left field. He's got another solo home run. No doubter, second deck. And Tatis with his seventh of the season. It's 4-2. A home run that traveled 440 feet. Fernando's longest home run of the season. And as Jesse said, his seventh home run of the season. So the Padres were down by two in striking distance. Hassan Kim then doubled off Chris Sale. He was on second base with nobody out. He went to third base on a line out to right field from Xander Bogarts. But then Juan Soto struck out. Nelson Cruz struck out to end the inning. Padres got a run in the sixth inning but could not get Kim in from second base with nobody out. The Padres then did their job in the bullpen. Tim Hill inning in two-thirds scoreless out of the bullpen. Steven Wilson got the final out of the eighth inning. The only problem, Padres didn't score in the seventh inning against Chris Sale. They didn't score in the eighth inning against Chris Martin. Went down 1-2-3 in both those innings. And then Canley Jansen came on for the ninth inning. He would walk two. The game was left up to Brandon Dixon representing the winning run with the tying runs on base. Jansen comes set and ready. Command has not been great. And the 1-0 pitch, Dixon swings, pops it up. Devers charging in from third base, bout midway towards the plate. And now he will reach up and make the catch in fair territory, and the ball game is over. Padres have lost their fourth consecutive and have now dropped 11 out of their last 13 as the Red Sox win this game by a final of 4-2. Final totals here tonight for the Red Sox, four runs, seven hits, no errors. And for the Padres, two runs on just three hits and no errors. Again, the Red Sox with the win improved to 26-20. and 20. Padres with the defeat dropped to 20-26. and 26. Padres left five on base. They went 0-6 for 6 
with runners in scoring position. The two runs in this game coming on the two solo home runs, one by Soto in the second, one by Tatis in the sixth inning. But again, the major story here tonight, the Padres unable to get the big hits when they needed to. 0 for 6 with runners in scoring position as the offensive issues continue. Those were our game highlights. Let's go down towards the clubhouse here at Petco Park and get some post-game reaction from the skipper, Bob Melvin. Let's take a trip down to the Padres clubhouse and hear from Padres manager, Bob Melvin. Presented by Sin Lee Food. Find your next cooking adventure at Sin Lee Food. 4665 El Cajon Boulevard. The Cook's Asian resource. Bob, how would you break down Joe Musgrove's night tonight? One pitch, really. You know, it's a breaking ball that did probably didn't get it where he wanted to. You know, kind of came into his barrel. It looked like he was bailing a little bit. And, you know, that's that's the way it is right now. And, you know, unfortunately, you know, one pitch can cost us a game with, you know, how we've been swinging the bats. Is there anything to the starting rotation having giving up some runs recently? Are they trying to do too much maybe to try to make up for the offense now? Or is it just like you said, one pitch? I It's just kind of cyclical. But, you know, he battled. He made, they made him throw a lot of pitches. You know, to have him go out and, and finish up the fifth was key for us, too. But, you know, the margin for error right now is not not big, uh, especially, you know, when the starters go out there. But, uh, you know, I thought he performed pretty well other than that one pitch. It looked like sale of old tonight. Yeah. Is there some positives to be taken out of it, getting a couple of home runs, even though a runner was stranded at third? Yeah, I mean, well, he was, you know, his velo, he throws it anywhere from 92 to 97, different movements on his fastball. You know, obviously he's healthy now if they let him throw, what, 111 pitches. So, um, yeah, pretty similar and had had his breaking ball when he needed it to in some big at-bats. There were a couple of throws that looked like they beat the runner. Was it the right technique used on the tag plays? You know what? You're, you're trying to make a tag. I think at third, went to the back of the bag and maybe just didn't get it there quick. Both looked like the, you know, the balls beat them there. Um, you know, on the one to third, good slide to the back of the bag. And then, you know, the one at second base, the, the tag's down plenty of time, but both hands were on, on either side and just didn't get a tag on them. So, you know, before replay, those were outs. How good has your bullpen been lately? Seven outings now without giving up a run. How yeah. huge have they been to keep? Yeah, it just gives, it gives us an opportunity. You know, even though we've been behind, it gives us an opportunity to come back and win. And you know, we had the go-ahead run at the plate in the ninth inning. So, you know, all those contributions help. But uh, at the end of the day, we have to get some big hits. What was going on between Kim and Martin as they were coming? I, I think he just thought maybe he wasn't in the box at the time. I'm not really sure. The replay reviews. Those runs score immediately after. Like, is that just the way things are going for you guys right now? Is that just the way it feels? It does feel a little bit like that. You have to put those things away and not, you know, you know, think about what could have been and are we, you know, on the wrong side of everything right now? Things haven't gone our way, but you can't continue to think about those things. You've got, got to press forward and, and make your own opportunities. There are a lot of soft spots in the lineup right now, but down below. DH, though, like, what's your confidence in, in them turning around, and what are you seeing from? from yeah, I, you know what? I think it's a good matchup between the two of them. I really do, right, left. So, you know, they got off to, to better starts. Um, you know, like our team in general here, you know, it, recently we're not, we're not swinging the bats really anywhere, so I don't th- th- think there's one spot you can, you know, blame it on. You've had a month now to see Tatis on a nightly basis. 
What's your impression after a month? Oh, of he's watching? fantastic. You know, I've seen him play before, but getting you know to see him firsthand every day, how he works, you know, how he impacts the game, you know, the way he's taken to right field. I mean, it's it's one of the premier athletes in the game. And it seems maybe the last thing to come around for Soto was hard contact against left-handers consistently. Last two home runs have been against top top line left-handers. Are you seeing anything positive there? Well, he hits everybody. So, you know, he makes them, for the most part, throw it over the plate. And when they do, you know, he, he makes them pay. So he's certainly got power. He's got power to all fields. And um, like you said, you know, two pretty good pitchers. That was Padres manager Bob Melvin from down by the clubhouse here at Petco Park. Again, the final score, the Boston Red Sox 4 and the San Diego Padres 2 on this Saturday evening at Petco Park. Sam Levitt with you on our postgame coverage from inside the loft here at the Western Metal Building at Petco Park in downtown San Diego. Good to have you with us. By the way, another terrific crowd here at Petco Park tonight. The 16th sellout in 24 openings on the season, 40,000-plus in the building. Once again, fans, to your credit, you brought it once again, but just uh, offensively a lot to be desired from the Padres here tonight. Let's touch on some of the things mentioned there during the postgame press conference with Bob Melvin. You heard Bob Melvin, and it's something we've talked about, I've talked about here on the postgame, something Bob has talked about, the small margin for error this team has with the team simply not scoring many runs. Padres scored two here tonight. We'll get more into the offensive numbers in a moment that really showed itself that super slim margin for error in this game in the first four innings and in fact the first thing i wrote down in my notes and this was around the fourth inning after i think it was the the fourth run scored by the red Sox. i wrote down little things slash margin for error and what did you know bob melvin talked about that during the post game show but you look at the situation in the second inning the two plays in this game that were challenged by the Red Sox and reviewed. The double steal, the play on top at third base, throw beats him. Kim couldn't get the tag down in time. Tapia goes to the back of the bag. He's safe on review. Call is overturned. Same thing happened in the fourth inning. And, of course, by the way, in that second inning, two batters later, or well, not two batters later, but moments later with and Manuel Valdez at the plate hits the three-run home run just like that. 3 nothing Red Sox. In the fourth inning, the leadoff uh, base hit by Kike Hernandez goes for second. Zokar makes a good throw. Throw beat him by a lot. And Jake Cronenworth couldn't get the tag down. It was a really nice swim move kind of dive from Hernandez to his credit. But look, again, we talk about little things and margin for error. And the Padres right now cannot afford to not get those tags down and record those outs. And like you heard Bob Melvin say, if it were 10 years ago and there were no replay review, they'd be out. But we're not 10 years ago. We're here in, te- in 2023, and you got to get the tag down before the runner hits the base. And in both those scenarios, those runners scored. Those were major, major plays in this game. And again, not getting little things done like that. I understand they're bang-bang plays. They're tough. You see guys evade tags and do the swim move and all that. I understand that. But right now, the Padres don't have the luxury to not execute on those very little parts of the game because the offense is not doing enough right now to make it 
to where you can't execute those kinds of things. So that's obviously the small margin for error, the little things in this game. Uh, You heard about the offense there. The bottom five in the lineup tonight. So it was Cruz, then Carpenter, excuse me, Cruz, then Carpenter who pinch hit. Cronenworth, Dixon, Azokar, and then Nola and Odor who had one at bat when he pinch hit. Those five spots in the lineup, five through nine, they were a combined 0 for 15 in this game here tonight. So you heard the question there talking about some of the soft spots in the bottom half of the order. It continues to be a problem, and tonight it was a major problem because those five spots below Juan Soto in the cleanup spot, they were a combined 0 for 15. Then you get into some of the runner in scoring position numbers. 0 for 6 here tonight. Padres had opportunities in this game. We'll recap it again on the other side of the break and get more into each of those opportunities. But it was the 17th time in 46 games the Padres have gone hitless with runners in scoring position. And the numbers, unfortunately, right now are the numbers. The Padres batting average with runners in scoring position is down to 191. That is 20 points lower than any other team. 20 points. The batting average, and this is something we talked about. I I had asked Tony Gwynn Jr. in the pregame show. I said something, I asked him something along the lines of, if you could simplify and say you want to see one thing that really, that, that the Padres offense really does well here tonight, really get it down to one thing. You know, simplify things. What's the one thing you want to see the Padres offense do well, forgetting all of the the issues going on? And Tony used the word hit and hits and hits. And this team needs to hit because, and I thought it was a really good point, because you look at the batting average, the team batting average, forget the runners in scoring position issue. The team batting average for the Padres right now is 223. That's five points lower than any other team in Major League Baseball. So it's not just about runners in scoring position. It's the full picture right now. And the numbers are the numbers. And unfortunately, the numbers match the eye test of what we've seen so far. So uh, we'll see if the Padres can get things going in the right direction tomorrow. But again, here tonight, all you got to do is look at the run scored and the hits. Two runs on three hits in this game. Now, luckily, two of those hits were home runs. But again, and we've said it so many times, we're going on weeks, we're going on a month now, where a four-run spot by the other team, that's what the Red Sox did here tonight. They hit a three-run home run and an RBI single. This offense was built to overcome that more nights than not. And right now, the Padres are just not doing enough offensively where they can do that. And it makes the margin for error and the ability to do the little things so, so important to this Padres team. And until they start hitting like they were built to do, we will continue to focus on those very little things and that very small margin for error. Much more to come on our post-game show here on the Padres Radio Network. We have the out-of-town scoreboard, give out our nightly awards. Much more to come as well. We'll take your phone calls, 833-288-0973, the phone number, 833-288-0973, the number to call. If you want to get involved on social media, you can do that as well. Tweet at me at 97.3 SD or on my Twitter, Sammy Lev, S-A-M. 
S-A-M-M-Y-L-E-V. You can also send me a message on Instagram, Sammy Lev there, S-A-M-M-Y-L-E-V. For the TikTok community out there, you know I love connecting with you, Sammy Levitt, S-A-M-M-Y-L-E-V-I-T-T. Happy to respond to your tweets and your messages about this ball game here tonight. As the Padres' struggles continue, they drop to 20-26 and 26 on the year, four straight losses, and the Padres are just 2-11 and 11 in the last 13 games. Our post-game show continues from Petco Park after this on the Padres Radio Network. Saturday evening, the final score, the Red Sox 4 and the San Diego Padres 2. Sam Levitt with you on our post-game coverage from inside the lofts here at the Western Metal Building at Petco Park. Everybody has gone home here at Petco Park, but I'm still here with you as we wrap this one. Padres losing a fourth consecutive game, 2 to Kansas City, 2 to Boston now after winning on Monday against the Kansas City Royals, and the Padres have dropped 11 of their last 13 as the struggles here continue and the Padres drop to a season low six games below 500 at 20 and 26. Still a lot to do on our post game coverage. We'll have the out of town scoreboard coming up for you in just a little bit. Also give out some of our nightly awards and much more to get to. Again, you can get involved by tweeting at me 97.3 the fan SD or on my Twitter Sammy Lev S-A-M-M-Y-L-E-V. If you want to get involved on Instagram, send me a message Sammy Lev there as well. S-A-M-M-Y-L-E-V. Let's tell you about our ace pitcher of the game. Which pitcher was dealing today? Let's find out who's today's ace pitcher of the game. Brought to you by the Grilling Store at Hillcrest Ace Hardware. From Traeger and Weber to the Big Green Egg. All your grilling and barbecue needs are inside the Grilling Store at Hillcrest Ace Hardware. Our ace pitcher of the game here tonight, Chris Sale. I think no doubt about it here tonight. He is looking like his old self. Went eight innings, one run given up against St. Louis. His last outing here tonight, seven innings, two earned runs allowed, three hits. He walked one, struck out eight on 111 pitches. Gave up the two solo home runs to Soto and Tatis, but that was it. Other than that, Chris Sale was very, very good in this game, and Sale picks up his fourth win of the season here tonight. He's our ace pitcher of the game. And you look at the opportunities the Padres had against Chris Sale here tonight, and this is where this game, just like so many others in the last few weeks, have been lost for the Padres. This game was lost for the Padres in the scenarios against Sale where they had opportunities to drive in runs and they could not do it outside of the Soto home run and the Tatis home run. The prime examples, really, to be honest, the only examples against Sale, in the fifth inning, leadoff walk to Cruz, Dixon hit by a pitch, runners on first and second with one out. A Zocar flies out, Austin Nola strikes out, looking, inning is over. In the sixth inning, in this one, at the time, you felt the air sort of come out of the balloon. Tatis hits the home run to begin the sixth inning. It's a 4-2 to game. Moments later, next batter, Ha-Sung Kim. Double. He's on second base with nobody out. Bogart's coming up. Soto coming up. Cruz coming up. 
Xander Bogarts, to his credit, hits the ball hard to right field, right at Verdugo, who goes back a couple of steps, makes the catch. Kim goes to third. Kim is on third base with one out. Soto strikes out. Cruz strikes out. That's an 0 for 3 with runners in scoring position by the 3-4-5 in this lineup in that sixth inning. And that is where this game was lost tonight for the Padres. The inability to cash in in the fifth with runners on first and second and one out. And the inability to get Kim in from second base with nobody out. And then you can go even deeper against Canley Jansen in the ninth inning. Two on, two out, runners on first and second. And Brandon Dixon pops out. In total, runners in scoring position 0 for 6 for the Padres here tonight. And like we have said so many times, that continues to be the enormous issue for this Padres team. The pitching staff here tonight, you heard, I think it was Bob Scanlon in the postgame press conference mention it, and it's something we talked a little bit about on the pregame. Seven scoreless games in a row now for the Padres bullpen. And you look at what they've done just on this homestand alone, this four-game losing streak alone, you can't ask for anything more than what this bullpen is giving you. Tonight, it was four scoreless innings from Garcia, Hill, and Wilson. Last night, five scoreless innings from Honeywell and Cosgrove. The night before, it ends up being three and two-thirds scoreless, seven scoreless on Tuesday against Kansas City. The the list goes on and on because it was seven straight scoreless games by the Padres' bullpen. This bullpen's keeping this offense right in the game. They did it here tonight, kept the Padres within striking distance. We know they did it last night, um, even though it was a little bit different, five-run game. But again, it was a, it was a six-run, or I should say a five-run lead for the Red Sox after only three innings last night. And we talked about it last night, one of the big disappointments from last night's game was the fact that after the fourth inning in innings five six seven eight nine five innings to end the game Padres didn't have a hit and they didn't have a runner in scoring position the bullpen kept them around so the bullpen continues to do its job and um, again unfortunately you look at the very little things whether it was getting the tags down the replay reviews we had that overturned those calls that ended up being significant but on both scenarios, it was pretty clear initially, or I should say on the initial replay, that the call was going to get overturned. And then Joe Musgrove makes a mistake to Valdez, and we're talking about the little things. The Padres can't afford right now to make mistakes and give up three-run home runs because there's just no guarantee the offense is going to back it up. So, um, again, you look at the scenarios here tonight in the fifth and the sixth, and the ninth inning, and the key for the Padres turning this thing in the right direction has to be cashing in when they have opportunities. And I know I sound like a broken record, but it's going to be that way until the Padres start doing that. All right, we'll continue to break down this game. Let's step uh, away from this game, take a larger look at baseball here tonight, tell you who went deep around the major leagues. Which players went deep tonight? This is our MLB Home Run Tally, presented by Mr. Moto Pizza, bringing back the old New York pizzeria experience with fresh, funky, thin crest gourmet pies and the original stuff knots. With eight locations in San Diego, find your favorite at MrMotoPizza.com. We take a look at our Home Run Tally here tonight. A lot of home runs to get to. Here we go. For Arizona, Cattell Marte hit his sixth home run. Paven Smith hit his third. For Atlanta, Matt Olson, his 13th. 
For the Orioles, Cedric Mullins hit his seventh, Ryan O'Hearn his second, and Manuel Valdez his third home run for Boston here tonight. For the Cubs, Dansby Swanson and Christopher Morrell went deep. Luke Malley went deep for Cincinnati tonight. Spencer Torkelson's fourth home run for the Tigers here tonight. Jordan Alvarez his tenth for Houston. Salvador Perez his tenth for Kansas City. Shohei Otani a home run for the Angels, number eleven for him. J.D. Martinez his sixth home run for the Dodgers here tonight. For the Brewers, Owen Miller. His second, Brian Anderson, his seventh. Joey Gallo, a home run for Minnesota, his 11th. The Yankees had home runs by Isaiah Connor-Falefa and Anthony Rizzo, who hit his 11th. Kyle Schwarber, his 11th here today. Cody Clemens also hit a home run for the Phillies. For the Padres, like you know, Juan Soto, Fernando Tatis Jr. both went deep. Eugenio Suarez, his fifth home run for Seattle. Nolan Gorman with number 13 for St. Louis. He's had a very uh, nice start to the year for St. Louis. For Tampa Bay, Harold Ramirez, Yandy Diaz, and Christian Bethencourt hit home runs. Ezekiel Duran, Corey Seager went deep for the Rangers. For the Blue Jays, George Springer and Danny Jansen went yard, and Heimer Candelario went deep for Washington today. And that is a very, very big look at the home run totals around Major League Baseball today. A lot of uh, home runs around the majors on this Saturday. Much more to get to on our post-game coverage. We have to give out some more of our nightly awards, a full look at the out-of-town scoreboard, including some play-by-play calls coming up in just a little bit. And we'll continue to break this one down from Petco Park. Again, the final score, the Red Sox 4 and the Padres 2. Our post-game show continues from downtown San Diego after this on the Padres Radio Network. Post-game show continues here on the Padres Radio Network. Final score, the Red Sox 4 and the Padres 2. As the Padres drop their fourth consecutive game, they have now gone 2-11 and in the last 13 games. And the Padres' struggles continue. Just two runs on three hits here in this ball game tonight. Sam Lovett with you inside the loft here at the Western Metal Building at Petco Park. Great to have you with us on this Saturday evening. Hope you had a good time at the ballpark here tonight. If you were here, 16 sellout in 24 openings already this season 40,215 the crowd here at Petco Park tonight fans continue to show up you continue to do your thing and make a lot of noise and go crazy when you have stuff to cheer about but right now it has not been a whole lot to cheer about uh, from the Padres as again they fall to 20 and 26 a season low six games below 500 on the season Red Sox improved to 26 and 20 again if you want to get involved on our post game show phone number 833-288-0973 and uh, you can tweet at me at 973 the fan sd or at Sammy Lev, S-A-M-M-Y-L-E-V. Instagram, Sammy Lev there as well, S-A-M-M-Y-L-E-V. I have a tweet here from Kevin saying, why did Grish not hit for Dixon in the ninth inning? Well, you know, there were a few points in this game where Grisham could have pinch hit if Bob Melvin wanted to go in that direction. He did not. Um, One spot that stood out to me was in the eighth inning uh, when Rugnet Odor pinch hit for Austin Nola. Uh, To begin the eighth inning, that could have been a spot where you may have seen Trent Grisham. Now, the other calculation there is that if you were going to pinch hit for Nola, obviously, then Sullivan comes in, and then you have to uh, replace the the other part of the defense. 
Um, so what happened there was Odor went to third base. Uh, Kim got replaced by Sullivan in the lineup, but they didn't go to Trent Grisham. I suppose, you know, they had an opportunity to pinch hit with him in the ninth inning for Nelson Cruz, but that is typically the, uh, typically the spot where, you know, Cruz and Carpenter alternate based on who starts and what the late-game scenario might be, but Padres didn't go that way here tonight with Trent Grisham. It is worth noting that Grisham did not play tonight. He did not play yesterday. Jose Zocar in the lineup today. Adam Engel, who got DFA'd earlier today, uh, played yesterday. So, you know, we, we may be heading, just based on those two pieces of evidence that he has not played in two straight days, we may be heading towards a scenario where Trent does not play as much. I don't know if we're there yet with Trent, but obviously it has been a real struggle for him. Um the offensive numbers are not where you'd want them to be. So it'll be interesting to see moving forward, even tomorrow. Um, you know, I, Jose Zocar may have a real opportunity to play here quite a bit. Um, you know, until Trent Grisham proves he can, he can get it going as the Padres search for offensive answers right now. But, uh, look, they didn't go to, uh, they didn't decide to go in that direction with Grisham, uh, in either of those, uh, pinch hit spots. They had the opportunity to do that in here tonight so i'll continue to answer some of your questions address uh, some of your uh, comments via social media and beyond as the padres fall four to two to the boston red sox here tonight let's tell you about our relief pitcher of the game which pitcher was able to come in and slam the door shut it's time for the relief pitcher of the game in support of the jacobs and cushman san diego food bank providing food assistance to local children families and seniors in need to get help or give help visit san diegofoodbank.org our relief pitcher of the game here tonight will go with the padre side of things how about tim hill who did a really good job in this game here tonight hill came in in the seventh inning worked around a two-out walk got the first two outs of the eighth inning inning and two-thirds scoreless for tim hill stephen wilson got the final out of the eighth inning then got uh, the uh, three outs needed in the ninth inning so he was very good in this game as well garcia hill and wilson combining for four scoreless innings out of the bullpen. And Tim Hill will give him relief pitcher of the game here tonight. Like I said earlier, you can't ask for much more than what the bullpen has given you as of late. Seven straight games scoreless for the Padres bullpen. They're keeping this team right in the game. They're keeping the deficits right where they are. But that's only one part of the equation, right? The other part of the equation has to be the Padres coming back. And unfortunately, it hasn't just been coming back from deficits but it's also been starting pitching giving up early runs but even here tonight was joe musgrove perfect no did he make a couple of mistakes yes but five innings four and runs given up it wasn't a disastrous start for joe musgrove or anything like that and to his credit limited the damage best he could bullpen did a great job but right now when the padres fall behind early whether it was three nothing on one swing today or it was the five-run inning by the Red Sox uh, yesterday or against Kansas City. It was the three-run sixth inning or the day before that. It was the five-run second inning. Right now, the Padres aren't showing much of an ability to battle back in these games. And um, it's frustrating. And I understand all the frustration out there from the fans right now. And, uh, you know, Bob Melvin was talking about yesterday during the post-game press conference that, you know, a team can – uh, tend to look 
quote-unquote lethargic when you're not scoring runs, and it's true. Um, I've been saying that for a, a while now. There's nothing less pretty in baseball than when a team is really, really struggling to score and leaving tons of runners on base. And unfortunately, that's what the Padres are doing right now, uh, seemingly more nights than not, and uh, frustrating to say the least. Uh, for not just you know us and not just the fans, but I know for everybody in that clubhouse as well. Um, you know, I, 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 you know, I would say this, don't think if you're, you know, you're at the game tonight or you're a Padres fan. I mean, don't think that these guys don't know how frustrated, um, the fans are and, and how, uh, disappointing the start's been. Um, these guys do know, and they do really care. I, I, I know that, um, it's, it's, it's equally as frustrating for them. And uh, they continue to search for the answer uh, as to how to get this thing turned around. And we'll see if the Padres can do that beginning tomorrow. Let's tell you about our player of the game. Which player had the biggest impact on today's game? Let's find out who is today's player of the game. Presented by Valley View Casino and Hotel. Catch every game at Patties and Pints. Plus, enjoy $4 beer every Thursday. Visit valleyviewcasino.com today. Our player of the game here tonight, we will go with Emmanuel Valdez. The three-run home run in the second inning. Let's be honest, hit the home run. Red Sox never looked back in this game. A big hit for Valdez. Ended up being the biggest swing of this game. Made it 3 to nothing. Padres got one back. Red Sox tacked on one in the fourth inning to make it 4-1. to one. Padres got one back. But the Padres did never recover after that Valdez three-run home run. So for that reason, our player of the game. And Manuel Valdez with the three-run home run. All right, we'll step aside here on the Padres Radio Network. We'll get to your phone calls on the other side of this break. We'll get to the out-of-town scoreboard and much more to come. Red Sox 4, Padres 2, the final here at Petco Park. We're back in a moment on the Padres Radio Network. the pitch and Casas hammers one in the air down the right field line Fernando over and back leaps up and he makes the catch Fernando Tatis Jr. with a big play to save a couple of runs and the inning is over Red Sox get one run on three hits and thanks to Tati they leave a pair one of the bright spots in this ball game here tonight Fernando Tatis Jr. making a very nice play on a ball hit by Tristan Cassis in the fourth inning and that saved uh, a run or two for the Padres uh, in that fourth inning one run scored with Joe Musgrove on the mound Tatis also had a solo home run his second home run in as many games but aside from that there were not many bright spots in this game here tonight as the Padres fall 4 to 2 to the Boston Red Sox on this Saturday evening. Sam Levitt with you on our post-game coverage from inside the loft here at the Western Metal Building at Petco Park. Great to have you with us on this Saturday evening. Let's take a look at the out-of-town scoreboard, get you up to speed on what's been going on in the major leagues. Let's go around Major League Baseball and take a look at the scores you need to know from across the country. This is the Out of Town Scoreboard presented by Jensen Meat, where great taste meets integrity. Locally produced in San Diego since 1958. 
We take a look at the out-of-town scoreboard here tonight. The White Sox beat the Royals 5-1 in Chicago. Yohan Moncada, a two-run single in that game. Jake Berger, a three-run double as well for the White Sox. The Orioles beat the Blue Jays 6-5 in Toronto in 10 innings. Ryan O'Hearn, a game-tying three-run home run for Baltimore. Austin Hayes also had a go-ahead fielder's choice in the 10th inning for the Orioles. Washington beat Detroit 5-2 in Washington today. Lane Thomas, a go-ahead two-run single in that game. For Arizona, a 4-3 win over Pittsburgh. In Pittsburgh, Paven Smith went deep. There's a swing and a hard-hit ball to right, and this ball is gone! Paven Smith, a go-ahead two-run homer, and the Diamondbacks in front 4-3. That was Chris Garagiola on 98.7 FM in Phoenix. David Smith, a two-run home run in the seventh inning. Arizona, a 4-3 win. The Rangers beat the Rockies 11-5 in Texas today. Robbie Grossman, a two-run base hit in that game. Corey Seager also had a two-run home run. Phillies over the Cubs, 12-3 in Philadelphia. Kyle Schwarber, a grand slam in that one for the Phillies. Miami over San Francisco, 1-0 in San Francisco today. The Astros beat the A's 3-2 in Houston. A home run for Jordan Alvarez. 3-1. And Alvarez punishes one deep to right. Sends back Mariano at the wall looking up. See you later! Into the second deck. Jordan Alvarez unties it. It's 3-2 Astros. The call from Robert Ford on KBME in Houston. Astros 3, A's 2. The final score in that one. Yankees beat the Reds 7-4 in Cincinnati in 10. Anthony Rizzo, a two-run home run in that game, came in the 10th inning. Rays beat the Brewers 8-4 in Tampa Bay. Yandy Diaz, a three-run home run in that game. Manuel Margot, also a two-run base hit for Tampa Bay. Cardinals beat the Dodgers. All right, well, there's some good news. Cardinals beat the Dodgers 6-5 in St. Louis. Alec Burleson, RBI double in that game. Norlin, uh, Nolan Gorman, a go-ahead three-run home run in the eighth inning for St. Louis. The Mariners over the Braves, 7-3 in Atlanta. Hey, Eugenio Suarez, a two-run home run for the Mariners in that one. And the Twins beat the Angels 3-0 in Anaheim tonight. Joey Gallo, a solo home run, his 11th of the season. We did have one postponement today. The Guardians and Mets postponed in New York today. Split doubleheader tomorrow. Max Scherzer and Justin Verlander making the starts for the Mets tomorrow. It will be the first time in Major League history a team will start two pitchers who have won three-plus Cy Young Awards in a doubleheader. I, I suppose not all that surprising because it would be pretty rare for that to happen, right? So, But it is it is a cool note for sure. So anyway, Guardians, Mets, doubleheader tomorrow, and we'll have more on that doubleheader tomorrow and the out-of-town scoreboard, everything going on on Sunday during our pregame coverage tomorrow. Speaking of tomorrow's game... First pitch at 1.10 p.m. Our pregame coverage begins at 12.10 from Petco Park. Pitching matchup tomorrow, right-hander Michael Waka on the mound for the Padres. Right-hander Corey Kluber on the mound for the Boston Red Sox as the Padres will try to avoid a three-game sweep at the hands of the Red Sox in trying to snap a four-game losing skid. And to just recap everything here tonight, Padres dropped to 20-26. They've lost 9 of 10. They've lost 11 
of their last 13 games. And we'll see if the Padres can get things going in the right direction beginning tomorrow. Get this offense going in the right direction. Just two runs on three hits here tonight. Two solo home runs by Juan Soto and Fernando Tatis Jr. A double right after the Tatis home run by Hassan Kim. But aside from that, there was no other hitting in the Padres lineup here today. The bottom five of the lineup went a combined 0 for 15. And we'll see if the Padres can get the offense going in the right direction tomorrow. Appreciate everybody for tuning in. I know these are quite frustrating times in uh, what was uh, and still is a very, very, very highly anticipated season. It has not been the start that really anybody drew up. And uh, appreciate everybody tuning in, hanging with me. Uh, on this Saturday evening and after every game here on the Padres Radio Network. I know it's uh, it's been sounding like a broken record, and I feel like I've been saying the same things each and every night. But uh, we will be here for you, and uh, the good news, two things. Tomorrow, a new day, the beautiful thing about baseball. And as I've said over the course of the last handful of days, the good news is that 46 games does not decide a season long way to go but certainly a very frustrating start for the san diego padres taking a look at the final totals in this ball game here tonight for the red sox four runs seven hits no errors they left on seven for the padres two runs three hits no errors they left on five winning pitcher was chris sale who improves to four and two losing pitcher was joe musgrove who drops to one and two the save goes to canley jansen who picks up his 10th save of the season Time of game, 2 hours and 51 minutes, and the crowd here at Petco Park, the 16th sellout in 24 openings this season, 40,215, another tremendous crowd. Shout out to the fans who continue, no matter what, to fill this place up. You have been awesome, and hopefully uh, the performance on the field uh, starts uh, matching that at some point here soon because all of you have been terrific here at Petco Park. Once again, first pitch tomorrow, final game of this series at 110. Our pregame coverage begins at 1210. Until then, for our studio coordinator, Nick Danucci, I'm Sam Levitt saying so long and good night from Petco Park. Again, the final score, the Boston Red Sox 4 and the San Diego Padres 2. We'll talk to you tomorrow on the Padres Radio Network.